You are listening to the Awaken Natchitoches podcast. Awaken Church is a diverse community of authentic love and hope where you can belong, believe, and be renewed along the way. It comes to no surprise if folks that know me that, that I'm into fitness. It's just uh, fitness is fit, physical fitness has become a part of my lifestyle in the last decade um, as far as being a focus. And one of the things I've I've come to to discover that I love is yoga, like like the the practice of stretching out your muscles and and twisting your body and contorting yourself in such a way that actually is beneficial to the body, and actually it turns out it's beneficial to the mind and soul as well. And for me, one of the reasons is because when I do do it, it is is it's in the, it's usually in the morning. It's it's on the deck of my house, which is in the front uh, off my front uh, door. And uh, just there listening to the sounds of nature as I go through uh, 30 to 45 minutes in a yoga session and just listen as I stretch. And it's, it's, it's wonderful because I hear from God in those moments as well. But think about yourself, like, like in the room you are, like wherever you are right now, like there are sounds you're not tuned into. Just it, close your eyes, if you can, <laughs> and listen Just where I am, I hear birds. I hear a ceiling fan. What do you What do you hear? Like, how often do you stop and listen? Today is it's the halfway point through our series in Psalm forty, and we're leading us into Easter Sunday. And but but here, this isn't just about making through a series or let's get to, get to Easter. This is about intimacy with the Creator, our Heavenly Father. And so we're going to through Psalm forty, kind of taking a couple of verses at a time. And uh, so let's do that. Let's jump into Psalm forty here. It's a Psalm of David. It's a Psalm for answered prayer. And uh, let's read, beginning of verse one. I waited patiently for the Lord to help me. He turned to me and heard my cry. He lifted me out of the pit of despair, out of the mud and the mire. He set my feet on solid ground and steadied me as I walked along. He has given me a new song to sing, a hymn of praise to our God. Many will see what he has done and be amazed. They will put their trust in the Lord. Oh, the joys of those who trust the Lord, who have no confidence in the proud, or or in those who worship idols. Oh, Lord, my God, you have performed many wonders for us. You plan for uh, your plans for us are too numerous to list. You have no equal. I tried to recite all your wonderful deeds. I would never come to the end of them. Now, here's our key verses for today, beginning of verse six. You take no delight in sacrifices or offerings. Now that you have made me listen, I fully understand. You don't require burnt offerings or sin offerings. Then I said, look, I have come as is written in scriptures, written about me in the scriptures. I take joy in doing your will, my God, for your instructions are written on my heart. That's where we're going to stop today with our focus on verses six and eight mainly. As, As we kind of build on this big idea, finding joy in living God's plan for your life begins when God's word pierces your heart. So the word pierced is big in what we're talking about today. Finding joy and living God's plan for your life begins when God's word pierces your heart. But it begins with pierced ears. And when I talk about pierced ears, I'm not talking about, you know, the the, the lobes of your ears getting pierced or, you know, uh, uh, like the, those cows out there that look like they have the big earrings when they get tagged. You know, it's like the cows looking at you like, get earrings, they said. It'll look cute, they said. And here they are with these big honking, like, tags on that look like these giant earrings. No, but we're talking about something that pierces your ears in a different way. 
like something that, that makes you want to listen, like really makes you stop and listen? What is something that really makes you want to listen? Verse 6 says, now that you have made me listen, I finally understand. <laughs> Maybe that just that phrase alone like grabs your attention like it does mine. Like, hey, God, now that you made me pay attention, I, I fully understand. Now, this is originally written in Hebrew, and the word that translates as listen is korah. And korah is, korah is, is, literally means to dig or to purchase. The word listen here means to dig or to purchase. And it's often translated as pierced. You have, you have made me pierced in my ears. You have pierced my ears. And now I fully understand. This is, this is fascinating because in the time of David, if you purchased a lot of land, you would go dig into the ground in order to set up something that would establish a boundary line saying this has been purchased. To dig or to purchase is this. And it means listen. <laughs> and it gets better because when you, when you would purchase someone to be your servant, you would actually pierce their ear as a symbol that they had been purchased. They were in your employ and that, that they were in your care. That's what it meant. You would pierce their ear and the symbol would be that they belong to you and you belong to them. Like they, they are in your care. Jesus says in Matthew eleven fifteen, he who has ears, let him hear. And what he's talking about is the same thing he talks about over and over in scriptures. Matthew 13, 9, 13, 5, 13, 43, Mark 4, 9 and 4, 23, Luke 8, 8 and Luke 14, 35. Jesus says, if you have ears, listen. He who has ears, let him hear. Jesus says, I want to pierce your ears. I want to, I want to dig in deep so that, so that you can hear me clearly. I want you to listen up. I want you to know that I have purchased you. You belong to me. You're in my care. That's what Jesus is wanting us to hear as we, as we reflect on, on this. The, the point that David shares with us in Psalm 40 is that a major part of growing spiritually is listening. See, prayer is talking to God. Meditation is listening. Prayer is talking with God. Meditation is listening. And not a multitasking, short attention span, ADD type of listening, but a focused, still, and intentional listening. Not the kind of listening you do when you listen to a podcast or you listen to a sermon in church. No, this is the kind of listen where you stop and you focus and listen. In his book, Spiritual Disciplines, James Earl Massey writes, In meditation, we seek to discover and find. In prayer, we seek to give and bestow. That's a great understanding of meditation and prayer and how they work together. But when we, when we listen as God speaks, God breaks new ground in our lives. David wrote, now you have pierced my ears. Now that you have opened my ears and made me listen, I finally understand. When you spend time focused in God, on God in meditation, listening, God's word pierces your heart. So you have pierced ears and you get pierced hearts. How has God pierced your heart? As you spent time with him, maybe this past week, maybe you're part of the Awakened family and, and you took the challenge, you took the next steps and you, you fasted this week. You fasted at least one meal. You fasted lunch one day or fasted breakfast. I don't know what, what, but maybe you fasted this week. And if so, how did God pierce your heart in your time together? You spent that time in prayer and fasting. How has God pierced your heart as you spent time with him and listen? Look what David continues to write in Psalm 40. Now that you have pierced my ears, I finally understand. You don't require sacrifices and offerings. Then I said, look, here I come. You want my heart. But wait, 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 wait. I thought in the Old Testament, God required sacrifices and offerings, right? Isn't that what we think when we think of the Old Testament and God? Certainly he does. But, but the point was never to go through the motions, but to have your heart pierced. 
Look at this, what the prophet Jeremiah says in Jeremiah 7.22. For when I, and I brought your forefathers out of Egypt and spoke to them, I did not just give them commands about burnt offerings and sacrifices, but I gave them this command. Obey me, and I will be your God, and you will be my people. Walk in all, my, all the ways I command you, that, you may, that, it, that it may go well with you. God speaking through the prophet Jeremiah says our offerings and sacrifices are more about going through the motions of religion, but they need to be about real transformation. They need to be about when they're honoring God. Their real, their, their your your sacrifices are about real transformation. It's about it's about what's happening in the heart. It causes you to obey His word and live according to His plan. In Psalm fifty-one, the same same writer, same psalmist, David, who wrote Psalm forty, writes this in verse sixteen: "You do not delight in sacrifices, speaking to God, or I would bring it." You do not take pleasure in burnt offerings. The sacrifices of God are a broken heart, a broken and contrite heart. O oh God, you will not despise. In your, in your good pleasure, make Zion prosper. Build up the walls of Jerusalem. Then there will be righteous sacrifices, whole burnt offerings to delight you, and bulls will be offered on your altar. The righteous sacrifice is one made with the heart impacted and changed by God. When you and I fasted this week, did we do it because we thought we had to, because it was just a challenge, or, 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 or we had to because we could just to see if we could? Or, or did we use this time and experience to allow God to pierce our hearts? When God pierce, pierces your heart, you discover that obedience is the best sacrifice. Cry out to God and make this your prayer. Write it in a song. Write it in a letter to God. Paint it. Well, you know, however you express yourself, express yourself and cry out to God, saying, God, pierce my heart. And when God pierces your heart, you realize that, that following him means you get pierced hands. Right? You get it now? Pierced ears, pierced heart, pierced hands. Think about hands. How all the ways we use our hands. We take our hands for granted, I think. I've been very cognizant of washing my hands regularly for the last two years, which I always felt like I kind of did anyway. But after the things we've gone through with this pandemic and things, you know, washing your hands has is, is, is been something that's become part of my, yeah, I just do it, not like OCD, but, but I'm always like thinking about cleaning my hands. Because your hands get dirty and you hold other people's hands. You hold the hands of a loved one. You hold the hands of a child. You hold the hands of God. Think about the hands of Jesus and those post-crucifixion, nail-scarred hands. And then think about how Jesus charges us to go and be his church, to be the body of Christ, to be his hands. How, how can we be the hands of Jesus? In verse 8, David says, I, I take joy in doing your will, God, in doing. This is because your instruction is written on my heart. Because you have pierced my heart with your word, my hands do your will. See, the, that's what he's saying here. And the phrase, I will take joy in doing your will, is an interesting one when you look at this from the, in, in the original Hebrew language again. Because the phrase, take joy, sometimes is translated as I delight. I, I take joy in doing your will, I delight in doing your will. And the word in, in Hebrew is kofetz, kofetz. And I'm, I'm a horrible at pronunciation, so trust me with this. Uh, it's probably not pronounced correctly, but kofetz. It's it's uh, it means to incline. It means to bend towards. 
okay, to incline or bend towards, which takes us back to verse 1, remember? And a, he, a different Hebrew word is used, and it says, I waited patiently for the Lord, and he inclined to me and heard my cry. So the psalmist writes, because you stretched out to me, I'm stretching out to you. Because you lean into me, I'm leaning into you, and I delight in this. And what does he, what does he incline to do? What does he, delight to, what does he delight in? To do your will. To do the will of God. And here, again, the Hebrew word that translates for us as the will is the word rotson. rotson. And rotson, it, it literally means, get this, delight. <laughs> to do the will of God is to delight. It means it's, it's, it's used to imply making a payment, like a payment of a debt. It's implying, it's implying a payment of a debt, like the, the will of God. It's the word literally means I delight and I, I, I'm, uh, there's a payment of debt that takes place here. So, so God, God, here's what he's saying. God, you incline to me. I incline to you. I delight to do what delights you. Your delight is my delight. Your will is my will. Because you have pierced my ears and my heart with your word and now pierced my hands and my life to do that which delights you. Three ways of doing the will of God that causes us to grow spiritually. First one. Doing the will of God establishes a direct connection between you and Jesus. When you seek to do the will of God and you act on it, it establishes a direct connection between you and Jesus. In Matthew twelve fifty, Jesus says, The person who obeys my heavenly, Father, uh, heavenly Father's will is my brother and my sister and my mother. When you obey the will of God, you are Jesus' brother, his mother, his sister. The relationship between Jesus and me requires that we be on speaking terms. In other words, we have prayer. If I don't have a relationship with Jesus, I've got to speak with Jesus. When you pray and you meditate, you understand what God's will is. And as you do that, when you delight in what Jesus delights in, there is a very real connection that takes place. Another thing that happens when you you do the God, do God's will is it, prov- it provides deeper comprehension of spiritual things. Doing the will of God, acting on God's will in your life, provides deeper comprehension of spiritual things. In John seven seventeen, Jesus says, "Anyone who wants to do the will of God will know whether my teaching is from God or is merely my own." He says, "You can comprehend these deeper things." Have you ever heard anyone say? Uh, of God or spiritual things, well, I know the basics. Like like when it comes to God, when it comes to church, Christianity, well, you know, I know the basics. What does that even mean? Like where in Scripture are we told, here's the bare minimum, just know this and you'll get by. Jesus says if you really want to do the will of God, you will gain clarity and discernment about these things. You'll, you'll know the basics and you'll want more. <laughs> you'll, have a, you'll want to do the will of God and so you will be provided with a deeper comprehension of these spiritual things. And then the third thing that happens when you do the will of God is it creates a stronger desire to serve others. Seeking and doing God's will for your life creates a stronger desire to help others, to serve others. Ephesians 6, 6 says, don't just do what you have to do to get by, but work heartily. It's Christ's servants doing what God wants you to do. I think sometimes we can get caught up in this, like, what is our duty? I think we can get caught up in that. We, we come to this, like, this gathering or we listen to this podcast because it's what we do. We say, I go to church. It's what I do. Scripture doesn't teach that, that church is something you come and do, rather that it's something who we are. It's who we are. It's, if you desire to do the will of God, you begin to delight in what delights in Him or what delights Him. And when you desire to do the will of God, you do what God wants you to do, whether anyone else is doing it or not. 
God's vision for Awaken Church. I can only speak specifically about the church where I am blessed and, and privileged and honored to be the pastor. And God's vision for Awaken Church is to be a diverse community of authentic love and hope where you can belong, believe, and be renewed along the way. We believe that is the vision God's given us, and that is, that's where we're headed. The only way this becomes reality, though, is with our, 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 our ears, our hearts, and our hands pierced by God. The only way this little church plant thing that we're doing becomes reality, becomes a diverse community of authentic love and hope, where you can belong, believe, and be renewed along the way, is with our ears, hearts, and hands pierced by God. And God has a plan for your life. Finding joy in living God's plan for your life begins when God's word pierces your heart. So here, take a next step. I would encourage you to, to, if you have a prayer journal this week, take note of how God has pierced your hearts. If you don't have a prayer journal, maybe just maybe just make a note or, you know, maybe start a prayer journal. And then think about this. Who can you reach your hands out to this week? Who who could use your hands? Who could use your presence to reach out to them this week? Lord, awaken us to how we can apply this to our lives, how we can be people who listen in such a way that your very word and our time spent with, our time spent with you pierces our hearts so that, Lord, we can go forward and know that we have listened and our hearts are pierced to do your will, to, to desire, Lord, to, to, to desire what you desire, so much so that we can't help but go to others with love and compassion and, 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 with an, and an invitation. Um, Lord, we pray for opportunities this week to be your hands, be your hands to help those around us who need it. And maybe that's a physical thing or maybe it's emotional support. Uh, maybe it's being there or an encouraging word. But Lord, whatever it is, you'll, you'll show it to us, Lord, if we seek it. Because Lord, where we seek you, we find you. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to the Awaken Natchitoches podcast. It's our hope that you've been encouraged by today's message. Find out more about Awaken Church at awakenla.church or find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Awaken Church LA.